Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Nikki of JustGet.Fit, and I wanted to talk to you guys today about the cost of getting lean. Now, when I talk to potential clients, a lot of them are interested in, you know, really toning up, seeing more definition, and, you know, losing that belly fat to potentially get visible abs. And then I come in with my voice of reason because when it comes to leaning out, there is definitely a spectrum of what is going to be sustainable, healthful, and more easily accomplished. Because what some people don't realize is that when you're trying to lose weight, the first five to 10 pounds is going to be very different than the 10 pounds after that in terms of what you need to do. And those numbers might not be quite accurate if you do have more weight to lose. But what I mean is if I were trying to lose 10 pounds now, well, that first of all would be a struggle for me. I am a healthy weight. I like eating out. I enjoy eating food. I find I'm a lot more pleasant to be around when I'm well fed and have enough energy to work long days and to train five or six days a week that cutting my calories to diet to lose 10 pounds would really take a toll on me. And then if I were to further that and try to lose additional weight, I I probably would have, well, not some positive outcomes with regards to my physical and mental well-being. And this is what I want to talk about. Because if you're trying to focus on sustainability and say, hey, you know what, I don't necessarily know what my body will look like when I lose five or 10 pounds, but I know for health reasons, I'm going to strive for that because I do have a little bit of weight to lose. I need to get to a healthy body weight. I would like to focus on my, you know, my heart health, making sure that I can stay off medications or if I am on medications, reduce my body weight, which I know will help me to potentially get off those based on doctor recommendations. I'm not saying this from just out of nowhere, I'm saying this because I have clients who have gotten these recommendations from doctors. And the reality is, yes, you can get healthy and lose weight and not have to give everything up to achieve that. But on this spectrum of what you're trying to achieve, getting visible abs is going to be well, for, for a lot of us, it's going to be extremely difficult and also not necessarily sustainable because the reality is in order to look like those fitness models all of us have seen on social media, it takes a lot of time and energy in and out of the gym. It takes a lot of added cardio for most people. It takes long training sessions. It takes being very, very precise with their nutrition, really dialing it in and really making sure they know where their food is coming from, meaning 
they probably are preparing it themselves. They're not adding all those delicious fats and butters and oils that most of us do to make our food taste really great. Yes, seasoning and spices goes a long way and I'm a big advocate of those, but I also know how a lot of people cook. And if you've ever gone to um, any place where like, you know, um, one of those like teppanyaki places where they cook in front of you, I'm always like, oh my gosh. Or sometimes I watch, you know, chefs cook on the food network and I'm just like, hmm, does everyone use that much butter to make that? And so this is where that knowledge is also going to be really important. You realizing how food is prepared, how it's made, and becoming really aware of where your calories are coming from and being really mindful of A, what you're eating, B, how you're training, C, how much you're moving, because all of those things impact your physique. And so for someone to make changes so they're, you know, reaching a healthy weight and maintaining that healthy weight, it will take some thought, it will take some planning. And yeah, will they still be able to eat out? Yes. Will they still be able to enjoy, you know, some adult beverages? Absolutely. You do not have to give up your social life or anything like that in order to make changes and see results. But as time goes on and you want to lean out even further, well, there are other factors at play. Genetics is one of those factors. Where do you personally hold most of your fat? Because that's where you're going to have to pay attention to it, right? And for some people, they have very, very lean legs and they hold more weight in their midsection. Okay, so maybe weight goes there first and it comes off there first, great. But at a certain point, we start to see fat loss from different parts of our body. So I've seen some clients who have very specific fat loss. When they look at their pictures after four to six weeks, Okay, well, their midsection, lots of changes are going on, legs a little bit slower, or vice versa. Their back starts to lean out a lot, nothing really happens in their midsection, and they see some changes in their thighs. It's really different for everyone, and this is that genetic element where you can work very hard, and sure, you can train that area a little bit more and make sure you're in a calorie deficit, but there is still that genetic element of where and at what rate it's going, the, the fat will come off. And so being patient and being able to stick with something long-term is really important if you are trying to lean out in a more healthful way as opposed to just super, super drastically cutting calories and adding tons of cardio. And as you go through your journey and you want to get even more results or more drastic results, you are going to really learn that it requires even more planning ahead. What am I going to be eating for this meal? Where's my protein coming for that meal? Oh, you know what? I have to go out. There's a social event. I'll probably look at the menu in advance. Oh, nothing really looks that great or everything seems to be a thousand calories. Oh, and because I'm really trying to actually lose weight, I really need to stick to my calories, which means that those, you know, 16 or 1700 calories, well, if I go out and eat that appetizer, then I only have 600 calories left for the day. Okay, well, how do I make those calories go further? How do I feel like I'm not starving all day 
so I can have a small appetizer when I go out. Well, chances are you are not going to be eating out. Chances are you're not going out for drinks with friends after work. And this is where everything starts to, I don't want to say fall apart, but really escalate. Because you are going to see the number of sacrifices you're making increase when it comes to your social engagements, when it comes to eating out, when it comes to drinking. You are going to need to really fine tune your sleep cycle so you're getting sufficient sleep. You're going to be really needing to do everything you can to manage your stress levels because that is a huge factor in you actually seeing change as well. Sleep and stress, people disregard those things, but they really, really make a big difference. Now, as you keep going, you're going to spend more time planning, more time paying attention to your nutrition, planning ahead, making your meals, bringing your meals with you. And this comes that point when you go, is this sustainable? Sure, I can keep doing all these things, but at what cost? And this is what I mean when I say leanness comes at a cost. Visible abs comes at a cost. And in the process of trying to get visible abs, there are a lot of women who have lost their menstrual cycle, who are then at risk for saying, hey, you know what? If the time comes when I would like to get pregnant, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's where, that's a scary thing. Because you losing your period is your body's way of responding to things. It's your body's way of letting you know, say, hey, something's not quite right here. I need you to give me some attention, potentially more food, potentially less, less exercise. And that's something that needs to be addressed. That's not something where I ever take that lightly. And yes, I have worked with women to help them increase their calories, to help them reverse diet, to get their cycles back, to get their menstrual cycle more regular, because those, those are really important indicators to your overall health. And that is one thing where I would say, hey, if you are struggling with that, reach out to your doctor, talk to a professional, because that is something you should not disregard. The longer it goes on, the harder it is to sometimes um, reverse. And I don't mean it's not impossible or anything like that. I just mean you need to speak to a professional about that and get some guidance guidance on how to move forward with that. But you can see that as you get more extreme, you also have to give up so much more. And that would mean, you know, getting takeout or ordering in is probably off the table that your favorite calorie dense foods are going to probably eat into too much of your calories for the day that, well, pizza's probably off the table. You know, your favorite chocolate bars probably off the table. Your sweets, your donuts, all of those things, probably not something you can regularly include. And this is where reaching for goals like this can be problematic. Because as someone who has really struggled with nutrition and my, I want to say my mental and physical health around nutrition, I know 
that extreme dieting did not do me any good mentally. It created a lot of misconceptions and problems with regards to how I approached food, how I looked at food, and me thinking, well, I can eat this, but I can't eat this. This is good. That's bad. And when we build up those ideas in our minds, that impacts us long term, way past that, the end of that diet. Because moving forward, you would not believe how many clients I have where I'm not someone who ever talks about clean food or anything like that, healthy, like that kind of stuff. I just don't use that word when it comes to food. I don't say clean food. And so many of them come to me with this vocabulary because they've done some sort of diet over the years or they've read something somewhere. And I I get this because I, I used to use exactly the same vocabulary where you're like, well, this is a clean food, so I can eat this. And they just disregard calories, but clean and junk food are things in their mind where they've grouped foods into these categories. And so moving forward, even after that diet, they're like, oh, that's junk food. Oh, that's clean food. And that really messes with your head. And so this is why your mental health when it comes to dieting is something you need to pay attention to. You cannot disregard that. You cannot think that extreme dieting isn't going to impact you. I believe I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I was at the gym, I was doing leg press, I had a significant amount of weight on there, and one of the regular guys at the gym was like, hey, you know what, I think not, and I don't mean this in like a creepy way, he's like a really nice um, older guy, we talk from time to time, and he's like, you know what, I think you would be uh, great like for comp- for competing and that kind of thing. And, you know, have you ever considered that? And I just said, you know what? I have spent way too long working on my relationship with food to go down that road because I know it requires so much and so much sacrifice when it comes to eating and training that that would not benefit me. That would actually be, that would actually probably hinder me far more than it would benefit me. And He's like, oh, wow, interesting. He's like, not many people are able to say that. And I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) I have uh, struggled for way too long to not now own up to that now that I'm aware of that. But I, I realize that because I have been through different, the different sides of the spectrum. I have been restrictive. I have been extreme. And I know that it impacts my eating. I know that it makes me binge eat. I know that it makes me really neurotic when I have to diet or when I have to get cardio in. And that is not a place where I want to be. So sure, you can work towards getting lean. You can work towards getting visible abs, but do those mental check-ins. Think about how you're feeling. Think about if your relationship with food is changing. Is it negatively impacted? Are you feeling restricted? Is there anything that is maybe happening that wasn't happening before? I've had clients come to me and say, you know what? I had a great relationship with food. I could eat out, socialize, not have any issues. And then I started to diet. And then I started to binge eat. And then I was binging and purging. And then, you know, everything fell apart. And it was because that restrictive attitude took over their lives when it came 
to dieting because all of a sudden everything was off limits. Everything wasn't okay. Everything was forbidden. And that really ate away at their relationship with food. And so I'd say, whatever your goals are, be reflective. Think about if they're actually healthful, if they're actually sustainable, because yes, you can diet down, you could lean out, you can get visible abs. But if you were planning to just do that, to get visible abs and be like, cool, got them. And now I'm going to (laughs) eat more normally and in a more sustainable way. Well, then chances are those visible abs that were so hard to get are not going to be something that you can sustain. And if you're okay with that and you have a great relationship with food, by all means, challenge yourself, go for it. But if you are a regular Joe Blow like me and your overall health and well-being is your number one priority, you want to be able to eat out, socialize, you know, participate in birthday parties, have that slice of cake, have a glass of wine with dinner, then think big picture. Think about the healthy habits that you can do each day to get where you want to be, where you are focusing on health, sustainability, and adherence to those things as opposed to overhauling your entire life and giving up so many things. All right. So I know that's not necessarily the answer everyone thought I was going to share and talk about when I talked about, you know, there is a cost to getting lean, but I always want to be realistic because I think that especially for women, there are a lot of trade-offs that we have to make that aren't necessarily worth it. But knowing the trade-offs you are going to have to make is, I think, the first step in making an informed decision about how you want to proceed. Because it isn't that easy. It does take work. It does take consistency and uh, a lot more planning than people realize. Those people who stand up on stage in their bikinis looking absolutely shredded with those, you know, well-defined abs did not fall into that. They worked their butts off. They sacrificed. They gave things up. And that does not come easy. So don't write off that hard work, effort, and dedication and think that that's normal and sustainable. And you know what? If you're curious, reach out to people who have competed. Reach out to people who have visible abs who are actually open and honest about their health and fitness journey. And even saying like, hey, you know what? I was naturally lean. This wasn't something I really had to work towards. I had to work really hard to build muscle. Because there are also those people, and I have followed those people on Instagram who are really open and honest about that and about sharing how, you know, certain things were harder from others. There are some people who are hard gainers and they work really hard to build those abs and do all that hard work, but it's, it's coming from a different side. Okay. So follow those people, ask questions. Don't just assume it's easy. Don't assume everyone has taken the same path to get to that end result because it's going to look very different for different individuals and that's okay that's very normal to have to take slightly different approaches to get to where you want to be all right that's the end of this podcast thank you so much for listening fam hopefully you have found this helpful if you are enjoying my podcast please take a second leave a five-star review leave me a sentence or two i would love to hear from you and don't forget you can also get in touch with me on instagram my handle is at justget.fit and I'm happy to connect with you, answer questions, chat about things, 
my goal for you first and foremost is your overall well health and well-being because that my friends is priceless.